Uh, this is Radio Sports. Uh, in the middle of summer that we are, let's talk ice hockey, naturally. Why? Because Westpac Stadium said to become the first outdoor stadium in the Southern Hemisphere to host a major outdoor ice hockey game when the uh, Ice Hockey Classic visits New Zealand in 2018. I think it's June 23. The game will be part of a three-game tour between teams from the United States and Canada. The other two games will take uh, place at uh, Spark Arena in Auckland and Queenstown Ice Arena. Kerry Goulet joins us to discuss. He loves being part of the Travelling Roadshow as we head to one of my favourite parts of the world, Toronto. Kerry, afternoon or evening over there. How are you? Yeah, it's evening. I'm going to begin with uh, the noise in the background. Listen, uh, give me one sec. I'm stopping now. Um, it's only minus 20. So it's a good day to talk ice hockey on this side of the ocean, but I don't think it's that great when it's uh, plus 25 where you are. But I'm dreaming about uh, coming down to New Zealand again. Love it. Uh, New Zealand and Canada are so similar outside of the snow. Uh, can't wait. Well, you are on the hockey capital of the universe, and you've actually got a decent hockey team up there. Have they actually planned the victory parade for the Stanley Cup finally coming home in 50 years? <laughs> I'll tell you what, I can't even begin to tell you what would happen if Toronto ended up winning the Stanley Cup. But you could just imagine all the great teams, you know, the All Blacks, how great they've been for years. Um, Toronto Maple Leafs for many years uh, reigned on the Stanley Cup. They won, you know, 21 in their history. Uh, It's about a 50-year delay so far. So I could tell you, if you could imagine uh, the All Blacks winning for the first time in 40 years, what the party would be like in New Zealand. It'll be 10 times that in Toronto. And thank God, the parade will be going by my house. So I'm pretty excited. I like the sound of that. Uh, I'd love to pick your brain about the NHL, but before that, let's talk about this tour, the the Ice Hockey Classic. You've been spreading the love of hockey now overseas for a long time now. So so just give us a quick sort of snapshot of where you've been. How long have these sort of ideas been around for? Fantastic. Well, it started in Germany. Uh, I don't know if you know it, but I played 16 years professionally. I had a, you know, a very good career. Uh, got involved with philanthropy, giving back. My buddy had broken his neck, so I knew I had to give back to the sport. Uh, while I was playing over there, I suffered a bunch of concussions and then realized when I got back to Canada, I had to do something about it. So we held a couple of celebrity events in Germany. We then went over to Amsterdam, Holland. <laughs> Let me tell you how much fun that was. And then we got lucky in 2011, a group called us out of New Zealand and said, hey, listen, uh, we want to put on a show of ice hockey in Auckland uh, at Christchurch. And I actually was there the month after the uh, earthquake. And so I fell in love with your country uh, and was able to tour it and realize that you've got such a fan base for sport. You guys love sport. And so I knew that ice hockey would be one of those sports because it's very similar to rugby and, and, and union. You know, you got big, fast, incredible athletes. The only difference is we get on skates. And I hear a lot of times people say, oh my God, you guys are crazy. But I really think the All Blacks are crazy. They're running out there with any equipment. So we knew that by taking this concept of helping not only grow the game, but play the games to help support special causes, of course, our concussion platform. And we'll be helping the New Zealand Ice Hockey Federation grow the game by having clinics for kids, goaltending clinics, and allowing fans to get up 
close and personal with all the players. So we're really excited about having the opportunity not only to go to Auckland, uh, go to Queenstown, which is an incredible uh, winter wonderland, but also now uh, I was at Westpac Stadium, Daniel. It is phenomenal for an outdoor game. I realize some people are thinking it's going to be a little bit too far away. We've got some really exciting things to announce in the next couple of weeks that'll make it interactive for the fans that come down. And I can guarantee you the things that they're going to see is speed, skill, and score. So I can promise all New Zealanders that opportunity. Now, Kira, I can understand why some fans say, whoa, big, big circular arena like that, that the rink's going to be a long way away. Uh, it's hard to see the puck on television, but can you tell us the differences between watching on TV and actually being at a hockey game? Is it, is it quite the difference? Is it easier to see the puck, I guess, live and in person? Yeah. Well, unfortunately, if you play the game, it's better to actually watch it on TV. So, because you know the rules, you can follow the puck, you understand the movements. But there's nothing like be sitting in a stadium and seeing the blood, sweat, and tears of these guys. You know, they're traveling, they're on blades of steel, traveling at, at you know, 30 kilometers an hour, uh, and very skilled players. You know, we're going to play from the NHL, uh, which we didn't have last time around. We're going to be bringing a lot of the top level, uh, AHL players, and then of course East Coast League players and players playing around in Europe. And so when you as a person that's never seen an ice hockey game, to see it live is exactly the way you fall in love with the game. Uh, you're going to be able to see a lot of it because we're going to have some interactive TVs set up so that people that are not as close. The difference is though, Daniel, that, uh, that facility, the Westpac, don't forget it's only one level. So it's not like the typical, you know, Boston uh, last year where, you know, you've got 40,000 people and, you know, 15,000 on a, on, a, on a second tiered stadium stands. This is all littered to the ground. So that's why we picked Westpac because right. it was perfect to host the first international uh, outdoor winter classic. And, of course, the Winter Classic, as far as the NHL, they've taken it to some big, bold arenas in the last few years and have been well-received. I think Bush Stadium last year. I can't remember where the most recent one is. Excuse me, Kira. I'm sure Actually, you it was last know. night. Daniel, it was last night. Montreal Canadiens played the Ottawa Senators right in Lansdowne Stadium. Phenomenal. The biggest difference probably between uh, what's going to go on uh, in New Zealand is it was snowing like the diggings. So <laughs> it was just a perfect setting. And that's why... We, we know and people have questioned, you know, the weather and that. We, we're bringing down a full ice crew experts that have been doing this for a long time. I personally oversee it. Uh, you know, we take 30,000 liters of water. We freeze it. We're bringing down state-of-the-art uh, systems. We actually lay the pipes. I don't know if you know much about it, Daniel, but we actually have to build a subfloor on the grass, build the pipes, build the boards, um, and so we take extra precaution and extra pride in making the facility very fan-friendly. Oh, that's awesome to hear. No wonder I, d- I didn't remember uh, that Montreal and Ottawa were <laughs> no, playing. Yeah. But be- being a Maple Leafs fan that I am, I don't, I don't care about Montreal and Ottawa. Yeah, I, I agree with you. You know, big <laughs> rivalry. I know we don't have too much time, but I'll just tell you a quick story. On our board is Ron Ellis. He was one of the players that final year in 1967 won the Stanley Cup. That's the last time the Leafs have won it. But, Daniel, if you're a Leafs fan, you are. You, know, you didn't jump on the bandwagon, right? I no, no, no. I, I, I've, I've got family in Toronto. I've been on the uh, okay. the losing bandwagon since 1990, my friend. 
Well, fantastic. I, I, I go back to the days of John Cordick beating the crap out of people. <laughs> Johnny, uh, God rest his soul. We lost him, as you know, through uh, injury to the brain. What's really important to understand for you as a Leafs fan, you're not that far away from being an elite team. Uh, a couple more years under Babcock and this young kid, uh, Matthews, and, you know, Hyman. And you've got to be really excited as a Leaf fan. They've got a future. And I'll tell you what, they will see within the next five years a Stanley Cup in this city. And you've got to come down to, at that time, Daniel. Stay at the house. Bring your, your, your friends and family, and we'll throw a party. I like the sound of that. Kerry, lastly, um, and probably most yeah. important, considering what you have been yes. through, we mentioned Johnny Cordick, yes. uh, the work for concussion. Um, what, do you yes. do, what do you hope to achieve, and what have you achieved uh, through these events? Um, you know, just speak fr- from your heart on this uh, aspect. Well, thank you very much. Uh, first off, I want to say thank you to TLA Worldwide and, and TEG, the two promoters that work with us. I provide the content, meaning I bring the players in the ice. They go out and work with you guys, and you guys help sell the concept. My job is, is a little bit easier because I get to work with the players. My role is to travel around North America and talk to the players. Guys like Ian Cole, winner of the Stanley Cup for two years, you know, he's uh, scheduled to make the trip. Scott Darling, goaltender for the Hurricanes. Canes is scheduled to make the trip. No official announcements yet. Please, I'm, I know I'm on radio, but I'm going to be extending a roster over the next month and a half that is really going to be impressive. But most importantly, the reason why these players come down is to support Keith Primo, 14-year veteran of the National Hockey League, captain of Philadelphia Flyers, whose career was ended by this injury. My, my career was not ended with with the injury, but I went through the dark sides, uh, you know, suicidal thoughts when I was young. It was a, it was a tough row. So I knew as a player, I got through it uh, somewhat unscathed, even though I forget a lot of stuff. I, I'm, I'm in good shape. I got a good gift to the gab. So I'm out there promoting not only growing the game, but making the game safer. So these type of events not only help raise money, Obviously, there's a lot of money. This is a charity event. Money comes back to help support our causes, and we're going to be giving back to local causes in your country. We do clinics, concussion clinics. We'll work with your, you know, the local ice hockey and probably some rugby associations. So the goal is to take players who understand that we have to make sure that we protect ourselves from ourselves. And closing on that, Daniel, a guy like John Cordick, unfortunately didn't know all the things that we know today. You know, we were taught, suck it up, play it out, or win at all costs, play through the pain. And unfortunately with this injury, we can't. I have far too many friends that have played in the National Hockey League, East Coast League, AHL, that are suffering in, in darkness. And I, along with these great players that have donated their time, they're not paid. They come down to entertain, show the fans a great sport. We'll have some fun, but most importantly, we know we can raise some money, change the mindset of people thinking that these guys, like your rugby players, have to be gladiators to put on a show. I can guarantee you the guys are fully committed, and they will put on a show to help us eradicate concussions. We're not going to eliminate them all, Daniel, but we certainly can make a big difference in making sure that one kid goes to bed tonight with a concussion that hasn't been properly diagnosed and managed uh, to the extent of making sure they live healthy, long lives. Kerry, thanks so much for joining us on Radio Sport. Have a great Christmas, a happy Christmas, and we'll see you in New Zealand next year.
Merry Christmas to all of you. Make sure you buy your tickets. Cheap plug. And thank you for putting us out front there, Daniel. Can't thank you enough. Kira Goulet joining us, uh, helping uh, bring uh, ice hockey down our way as far as the ice hockey classic visiting New Zealand June 23rd at Westpac Stadium, isn't it? Outdoor arena, uh, one of the largest, if not the largest, uh, in the Southern Hemisphere to host. It'll be uh, amazing, a uh, sight to see and how they put it all together. Spark Arena in Auckland also hosting in uh, Queenstown Ice Arena.